I recently started learning about stoicism and it has truly changed me. I believe that the information I've taken from this mindset and way of living has put me years ahead in terms of maturity and mindset. I read The Daily Stoic a couple of months ago and it completely changed me. Like I resonated with that book so much, but I also was left feeling very frustrated that it's taken me so long to even learn of what stoicism is. Like I had never heard of it before. And I thought, why aren't more people talking about this? Because it's actually a very simple concept when you just wrap your head around the four main values that the Stoics advocate for. And if more people started to take on this mindset, we would all be leading much more peaceful and much happier lives. Now, the Stoics talk a lot about how you can live a happier life because they believe that the main purpose of life is to be happy. And while there are many books that talk about that in detail, in this episode, I really want to spread the main teachings that I've taken from my own research into Stoicism and how we can apply that to confidence and in becoming our most confident selves. So in this episode, I'm first going to explain a little bit about what stoicism is, for those of you who are new to the concept, and then I'm gonna go through the benefits, like why should you care about how stoics think? Why should you adopt their mindset? And then for the main portion of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about stoic rules that I have learned that have helped me become more confident and self-obsessed so that I can continuously grow into the best version of myself and just certain mindset shifts that I've adopted that I feel like society tries to make us think the opposite of. If you're new here, don't forget, I have an entire self-development YouTube channel called Tamcore, where I post videos weekly on how you can grow to become the best version of yourself. So check that out. But for now, let's get right into it. So first of all, let's talk about what stoicism actually is. One of the main principles of this belief system is focusing on things that we can control and that's it. So our actions, our thoughts, what goes on in our lives, and we just accept all of the things we can't control. So what other people are saying, how other people treat us, the fact that he's not texting you back, none of your business, quite literally. Because all you can choose to do in that situation is choose how you react. Choose if you're going to continue to entertain it and suffer in the process, or if you're going to distance yourself from it. Same goes for if you're not feeling confident and other people are criticizing you and putting you down, stop trying to change yourself so that in the process you can change what other people are saying about you because other people's opinions of you are always going to be out of your control. All you can do is decide, hey, actually, what is my opinion of myself? A lot of us don't even realize that majority of our insecurity is built on the fact that we are constantly trying to control things that have nothing to do with us. Because if you've been here for a while, then you should be fully aware that Everything everybody else ever does, every action they take, everything they say, every opinion they have is built on their own insecurities, their own opinions, their own mindset, the way they were raised, their traumas, everything. So however they're acting, just because it's to you doesn't mean it's about you. The only reason they have that opinion is because A, you're either triggering them or B, it's reminding them of a belief that they were told to have or they were raised to have or that a life experience made them have. So they're just reflecting that back to you. But we don't do that. We internalize what other people say and we try to control other people's perceptions of us. 
And because your thoughts create the life that you're experiencing, imagine how peaceful your life would be and imagine how confident you would feel about yourself if your thoughts every single day were about what can I do today to be better than I was yesterday? What can I do today to get one step closer to the goals that I put on my vision board? What can I do today to make my younger self proud instead of why have they not texted me back? Why did they mistreat me? Why has that person not come back yet? All of those thoughts just take us further and further away from ourselves and make us feel like we're not in control of our lives when we very much are. Another thing you should know about stoicism is how big they are on routines and structure, which you guys know is my favorite thing to just master your productivity. But their perspective on this is that you are supposed to build your life each day, action by action, to achieve your goals. And their daily routines involve a few practices, and these are gratitude, waking up early, meditating, journaling, being mindful, reviewing your goals, reflecting on your thoughts or or the day that you're going to have, planning it in advance, you know, Um, moving your body, going for a walk, and also spending time on your interests. And from what we've just learned, all of those things are things that we can control. All of those things allow us to plan out our day and keep ourselves busy so our mind doesn't wander off to sabotage us by thinking about what everybody else is doing and giving us all this free time to doom scroll or compare ourselves to other people. And those habits might seem very basic, but let me tell you, as someone who has already been implementing those habits into their life for a while... The reason it's so effective is that it filters out all of the noise and all of the low vibrational habits that are keeping you stuck in a life that you dislike. So before having a positive structure to my life, I knew everything about every celebrity. I could be overthinking about app for hours, about all of the people that did me wrong, about how unfair my life is, about everything I lacked. Nowadays, I get more hate than I probably ever have in my in my life because I have a big following online. So I'm constantly exposed to a bunch of strangers who want to tell me all of their negative opinions about me. Um, and even though I have more hate now than I ever have before, I am so much more at peace and so much more confident and secure in myself than I ever have been. Because the amount of hate and negative energy I'm receiving didn't change. In fact, it grew. But what did change was what I decide to focus on throughout my day. Now I have a mission. I know what value I'm trying to put into the world. I'm trying to spread self-education and self-development to young women everywhere. And even if your goal isn't that fancy, your mission could be just trying to be more productive, just trying to heighten your vibration throughout the day. Once you've set yourself that goal and you are trying to achieve it every single day, anything else is simply background noise. It no longer has any power to affect you because you're so tunnel vision on what you're trying to achieve. Now, this leads me on to the Stoics approach to emotion. And many people have this misconception of Stoicism and they love to label the Stoics mindset as emotionless. And I'm going to tell you why that's wrong. In Stoicism, It says that they believe that it is important to understand your own emotions instead of suppressing them. And then once you've understood them, you need to start mastering detachment. So they're not emotionless because they are fully capable of recognizing what emotion they're feeling, taking the time out to actually process it so they can move on rather than just ignoring it for the sake of their ego. But the difference between a stoic and a regular person 
is that they detach from the emotion rather than getting upset over things that have nothing to do with them and getting super reactive about it and obsessing over it for days on ends. So detachment has nothing to do with being heartless. It's simply about opening your eyes to the fact that nothing is ever personal. You don't force things and you don't change people and you don't let other people's opinions define you as a result. Because once you're detached, you recognize that everything they say is simply a reflection of their own life experiences and not yours. And this links into a fact that I realized a few years ago and that I really hold close to me now because it just grants me daily peace and reassurance, which is that it's normal to be misunderstood. In fact, you expecting to be understood by other people is a form of self-sabotage in itself. And it's because of this fact that I learned so many years ago, which is every single person in your life views you through a completely different lens. Your mom, your dad, every single one of your siblings, your childhood best friend, people you've just met recently, your work colleagues, your aunties, your uncles, you name it. People could have grown up with you and known you since birth and they still all have a completely different perception of you. Why? Because they are viewing you through the lens of their very own life experiences, even if that person is your own parent. They can't look at you objectively, it's almost impossible. And once you recognize that, then you're gonna see, oh, actually it's true that what anybody else has to say about me is never personal and that allows you to become detached. And when you're detached, you are so content because now you're just focused on your own lane. You're just designing your life day by day, bit by bit. And what anyone else is doing has no effect on you. The truth is we lose people, we lose things, situations end, and it's sad. And we have to allow ourselves time to grieve. Just like the Stoics say, recognize your feelings, process them to allow yourself to move on. But then after that, instead of having to focus on how unfair the situation is and how you deserve so much better, instead, you finally start to understand that nobody is ours in the first place. People come and go. People are merely experiences in our lives to teach us lessons and nothing more. And sometimes those lessons last a month and sometimes they last a few decades. Either way, you are the only guarantee in your life. So why would you ever completely immerse yourself in anything else? And that fact will grant you consistent peace because now you're not worrying about what they think about you or how you're judged, whether they like you, because your worth is never in their hands. They should never hold that much importance or weight in your life. And that is exactly why this podcast is called Self-Obsessed. I am not here to talk about a bunch of other people and how to impress a guy and how to manipulate someone into your life and how to make a good impression. No, we are only ever focused on ourselves because that is the only thing we can ever control. And now we're going to move on to some stoic rules that I've learned, which I think can really help us increase our confidence. Um, but first, I'm going to quickly go through the four main values of stoicism. So these values are wisdom, justice, courage and moderation. So the first value wisdom we already spoke about quite a bit that is just about understanding what is in your control and what is not and then acting according accordingly. You're basically going to cut out this bad habit of responding to things because it makes you emotional even though it's never going to be in your control. They say that there is always a gap between the outside stimulus and our internal response to it and within that gap there is this window of opportunity where we have the freedom to choose and the power to act how we want to. 
We can even choose our emotions. If somebody's hating on you, that doesn't automatically have to make you feel bad. You are the one who is attaching meaning to those words. You are the one who is applying that, their insults to yourself. And by getting emotional about it and getting your feelings hurt about it, you are instantly validating what they are saying. Who said what they are saying is true? That is an example of you being able to take control of your reality again, where when someone is trying to come for you, you get to decide how you even perceive that experience. The second main value of stoicism is justice. And this is all about the idea of acceptance. But when they talk about acceptance, it's largely in relation to how you accept other people, how you relate to them and how you treat them, which is very important and definitely something you guys should look into. But I'm not going to go too deeply into that right now, just because it doesn't relate to the episode and the theme of the podcast. So I'm going to move on to courage. The third main value of stoicism, courage. This is actually my personal favorite. I resonate with this so much. And when they talk about courage, they are emphasizing the importance of experiencing adversity. And the fact that if someone has never experienced misfortune, they would actually pity them because they are passing through life without learning about themselves. Because if you don't go through bad situations, if you haven't had your heart broken, if you haven't been hurt and then had to go through the process of healing that hurt, how are you ever gonna know what you're capable of? How are you ever gonna know how you come back from things? How brave you are, how much courage you have? It's through going through inconveniences, tragedies, adversities, that you actually gain opportunities where you realize what your strengths are and even what your weaknesses are and how you face them. And I resonate with this so much because I think it links into one of my favorite confidence hacks, which I've spoken about on my YouTube channel. I talk about this thing that I made up, which is called your portfolio of proof, which is the more that you step outside of your comfort zone and the more that you do things that scare you, the more that you build up this mental portfolio in your mind of evidence that you are actually capable of doing so many different things. And that way, Every single time you're presented with a new opportunity that scares you, you can reference back to this mental portfolio and you're like, oh, actually, the last time I felt like this, I very well went and did it and it was fine. But the more that you stay in your comfort zone, the more that you run away from misfortune and hard, difficult experiences, the more that you're going to stay in the exact same place your entire life because you will never understand how much strength you actually possess. You have to put yourself in situations that are so difficult that forces you to channel all of that inner strength. And that's what confidence is about in so many ways. I mean, there are so many different aspects to confidence. You know, there's social confidence, there's confidence in your physical appearance, there's confidence in yourself, in the ability to sell yourself, in your ability to look in the mirror every single day and accept your flaws and the low periods that you go through. And your portfolio of proof has such a big impact on that. And so I want you to remember this concept of courage. And the next time you're going through something, the next time someone's trying to put you down, I want you to remember it's actually an opportunity because everything happens for a reason. Everything is always happening in your favor. So what is there really to be hurt about? When I go through difficult things, now my mindset is this is teaching me something. This is allowing me to grow. Every challenge makes me stronger and it allows me to become twice the person I used to be. 
It leads me onto a bigger and better path with abundance that I couldn't even have dreamt up before because I wasn't even near that reality before. Courage is the ability to immerse yourself in fear, to kind of fall in love with that process. And confidence is the result of all of the experience you have with dealing with all of that fear and adversity. And then the last main value of stoicism is moderation. And when they talk about this, it's more so about how you act in problematic or difficult situations. So you can probably tell that these four main pillars of stoicism actually link together, you know, with the wisdom, courage, moderation. And with moderation, they also talk a lot about their approach to emotion, which a lot of people assume to be emotionless, but really we know it's actually about detachment. So they try to avoid being overly emotional or being impulsive or having this rashness as a result of behaving from your ego and being guided by your emotion rather than your logic. And I've also spoken about this on my YouTube a lot, you know, when you want to be a disciplined individual who wants to get further in life, you have to prioritize logic over emotion. And I want to apply this to confidence as well, because if someone is trying to insult you and trying to bring you down, you can easily overcome that by prioritizing logic over emotion, which is, okay, this isn't a nice thing that someone is saying, and it does have the potential to hurt my feelings which is what happens when you prioritize emotion. But if you start prioritizing logic, then it becomes, oh, actually, well, everything you're saying is false and automatically invalid because you're never going to understand me. The only person in the world that can fully validly understand me is myself because everyone is always going to perceive me in a different lens according to their own life experience. And I know exactly who I am. So your opinion cannot define me. Only my opinion can define me. So if you're saying something to me and I think it's really mean and rude and actually has nothing to do with me and is completely false, then that is enough. Then there is literally nothing to be upset about because I am always guided by my logic, by my reason, by my mind, than my ego, which is what's making me overly emotional. And even in the sense that like if somebody is bullying you over something that is true. So let's say you are feeling insecure and you're lacking confidence because of the acne on your face and you know the acne is there why is it a bad thing? Why is somebody else's opinion going to decide how you feel about it? Even if you don't like it being there, okay, that's your opinion, but now you're only gonna focus on what you can control, which is how can I try and reduce this? What kind of dermatologist can I go to? I know that's a really small example, but the same principles apply. At the beginning of this episode, I spoke about how I read The Daily Stoic and it completely changed my life and my mindset. So for the last portion of this episode, I actually wanna read through some of my favorite quotes that I read in the book and then how I kind of applied them to my life and how I took them into my mindset to influence my confidence for the better. So I just wanna start by talking a little bit more about that portfolio of proof. A lot of what they talk about in the book, The Daily Stoic, is also about the importance of taking control of our lives through our actions and choosing habits that align with our values. So you are constantly working through, you are constantly working towards self-improvement and you do that in order to build up your self-esteem and build a more positive self-image. I think what a lot of us assume is that confidence is something we should naturally have or confidence is something we're going to get once we overcome these 
flaws that we think we have. For example, you know, I see people online commenting, oh, it's over for everyone when I get a nose job. If only I could get plastic surgery. Oh, you know, if only I could be more outspoken, then I'd feel okay about myself. No. Your confidence and your self-worth should never be about your appearance. Your appearance is simply a vessel. Who you actually are is the opinions you have, the actions you take, the belief system you have, the morals you hold. It's your thoughts. And so you can build on all of that confidence by choosing habits every single day that make you feel better about yourself. So for example, I grew up feeling really shy and really insecure and I felt like everyone was always judging me. I used to think that the reason for that was I wasn't pretty enough and maybe if I dressed a certain way or like I had a certain level of success, I'd feel better about myself, but that was also false. What helped me was stepping outside of my comfort zone. So when I would start taking on public speaking gigs, I was like, oh my God, I just did that. I just did something I thought I could never do. And it's added to my portfolio of proof massively, which has completely changed my perception of myself. And it also allows you to start the process of shifting your identity away from all of the insecurities you've been using your entire life to define yourself with. So if, if there's something that's holding you back from your confidence, I'm gonna use the example of being shy and having a lot of social awkwardness. You're gonna use the portfolio of proof technique and what the Stoics say, which is taking control of your actions to prove that limiting belief about yourself to be wrong. So if you're socially awkward, you're going to go out in public, you're going to take yourself on a solo date and be alone. And then you're going to try and make conversation with your barista, or you're going to compliment a stranger, or you're going to download, I don't know, Bumble BFF and, you know, go on a friend date. And through taking those actions as scary as they are, you are proving to yourself that you are not your insecurities. You are proving them all wrong. And that is what helps heal our self-esteem. Another piece of advice I love from the Stoics is to complete self-reviews. And this is about taking some time every evening to just reflect on what you did well that day, what you've done well in the last week, in the last month. Because I feel like a lot of the time we hold all of this evidence in our mind that we aren't smart or we aren't confident enough, we can't do public speaking, we're not pretty enough. We constantly remind ourselves of everything we lack, but how often are you reminding yourself of every strength you have? Because like I said before, your thoughts create your reality. So all you are doing is continuously projecting these limiting thoughts into the life that you are leading, which is then affecting your well-being and your confidence levels. And um, a really good example of this is when I was at the beginning of my creator journey, I had very low confidence because I, I was growing so slowly. This was probably like 2019, but I had done a few partnerships. They were gifted. I didn't get paid anything. Um, or I would do a little collab with another creator, or I would have hit more likes on an Instagram post than that I did before. And in order to keep myself going, I kept a little list in the notes app of my iPhone bullet points of every little win I had as a creator and every single time I experienced self-doubt and every single time I thought I couldn't do it I looked back on that list and it not only reminded me of how far I had come and all of the progress I was making but also I had motivation to keep adding to that list and I think that's a really good thing to do in your career or any projects you're working on but also just a little reminder to yourself so if you keep a journal I want every single night when you're writing out what you're grateful for to also write out what you're grateful to be. 
who are you? You know, I am so grateful for my amazing fashion sense. I am so grateful for the kindness I hold. I am so grateful for my intelligence. I'm so grateful for my amazing initiative when I'm budgeting my paycheck every month. Like it can be the smallest win, but it makes a huge overall difference to your confidence because we severely underestimate how much our daily self-talk is impacting that. And then my last favorite learning from the book The Daily Stoic was this quote that I'll read out to you guys. So it goes, when you are distressed by an external thing, it's not the thing itself that troubles you, but only your judgment of it. (gasps) Oh my God, can we just digest that for a moment? It is not the thing that upsets you, but it is your judgment of it. I also spoke about this in a YouTube video a few months ago where I said, if something's really troubling you, why not just change your narrative of it? A lot of the times we just accept the narrative that our brain automatically comes up with, which can often be harmful because a lot of us are still working on our confidence. You know, it can be a lifelong journey or the narrative that our brain automatically comes up with is based on a lot of the traumas that we've been through or the self-talk we engage in on it on a daily basis. So it comes up with these negative narratives that we then just carry on with. So it's your responsibility to change how you're judging something. So I do this when I receive hate online. Um, My previous judgment of it, which used to upset me, was, oh my God, what they're saying about me is true, and I'm not good at this, and I should do better, and I'm obviously not deserving of this, just like they're saying, to now, I've changed the narrative, which is, this person is clearly just going through it. And unfortunately, they feel the need to project their upset emotions onto me because clearly something I've done has triggered them. And none of that is my fault because I'm a complete stranger to them. So why would anything they have to say actually be a valid reflection of me? They've watched a two minute clip of me and they are generalizing that to my entire personality and who I am as a human being. That's ridiculous. So this person needed to get some difficult emotions off their chest and they used my video to do it. It is what it is. It's got nothing to do with me. Boom. That simple shift in my judgment and my mindset completely wiped out all of that distress that I could have been feeling. I think um, so a really good way to do this is to constantly have reassurance at the ready. I did this as a teenager all the time when I was like struggling at school or people didn't like me or they were like just mean girls. Um, I always kept a Pinterest folder of reassuring quotes. And I maybe took a day to do this or anytime I would have a bad day at school, I would come back and I would go through Pinterest and save any quotes that helped soothe the emotions or the experience that I was going through. And what it means is you constantly have these banks of quotes or images that helps you feel better. And you are it's your responsibility to keep going back to that whenever a situation arises that is upsetting you or you are coming up with an irrational and limiting belief about yourself, and then you can turn to that bank of quotes to remind yourself of your real strength, to remind yourself that actually this isn't that big of a deal and you shouldn't be beating yourself up about it. Another way to do this is to even write out your affirmations in advance, like in your phone. So if you know that you consistently struggle with something such as social awkwardness, then I want you to write down some affirmations. You can Google them if you don't want to make them up on your own and write out in your phone. Just because I 
I'm a quiet person doesn't mean I'm not deserving to have a lot, a lot of friends. Just because I am an introvert doesn't mean I'm not confident. Just because I made a mistake doesn't mean it defines me. In fact, it means that I am learning and I am growing as an individual. You see? And that is you changing the narrative, but also just giving yourself a cushion to fall back on when bad things happen. So you don't automatically turn to the experience of being overly emotional and sticking to that. But instead, you're slowly teaching yourself how to be detached. And that brings us to the end of episode eight of Self Obsessed. I hope you guys loved it and learned something about it. I would highly recommend for you guys to read the book, The Daily Stoic. I hope this has helped you build on your confidence journey. I really just want you to take what resonates with you from the Stoic values that I shared in this episode not all of it's going to align with you and that's completely okay. And that's why in this episode, I wasn't trying to push the stoic mindset onto you and all of its values, but more so, I personally have just taken what I like from that way of living and applied it to my confidence. It's up to you to build your own blueprint to your life and align all of the teachings that resonate with you to what's personal to you and where you wanna go in life. You don't have to follow it step for step. So I'm wishing you the best of luck in, on your journeys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would really love it if you could send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you liked about this episode. Let me know what you'd like to see in the next episode because I really wanna tailor these episodes so to you guys so that I can provide as much value as I possibly can. Um, but for now, I'm going to be saying goodbye. I will see you guys same time next week on Wednesday for a brand new episode. Have the best week ever and I will see you then. Bye.